Aloha, this is Leilani Wolfgram. You should be listening to my new album instead of this trash Maleko and Flash podcast. <laughs> I want to take a moment before we do the podcast. I want to talk about my new favorite thing. Okay. This, this flask cap. Oh, yeah. This is the coolest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing me that the other day. This is the coolest thing. I saw this. It was advertised to me on Instagram, and I thought, I need this in my life. So I bought two. I bought one for me and my wife. It's essentially a discreet way to keep your alcohol with you when you're doing everyday things. But it's not a flask. No. It, it goes on to like your hydro flask, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So your hydro flask tumbler or your Yeti tumblers, everybody's got one yeah, now, yeah. right? Whatever it is, you're drinking your water in all day long. Yeah. So you go to the beach, and you're not it's really bad form to go to the beach with like liquor visible. Is you know? it though? You can't go out there and start pouring Tito's on the beach into your glass because then you're totally Sure bit. would be great if I could though. But you can't. But you can now with the flask cap, because this is cool. It's a cap that discreetly holds five ounces of liquor in the lid. And you just put it on any one of your existing tumblers. And so you'll grab the tumbler, you fill it with ice, you put Coca-Cola in it, and everybody sees you putting Coca-Cola in it, and that's it. And they're like, oh, I'm look, only drinking Coke. I'm drinking only Coke. drinking Coke. Nothing to see here. Move along. Right? And then you put the lid on, and there's a button on top of the lid, and you just push it. It dispenses an ounce of your favorite liquor into your Coke. Oh, my goodness. So now I've got a Jack and Coke. I can push the button all five times, you though, if I want, Absolutely. Right? You lush. <laughs> you can. Okay. <laughs> well, now we're getting somewhere. It's great. It has made beach time so much more fun for me. It works really well, too. It's really well made. It's made in the USA. In fact, they, they made it. A couple of, uh, of hipsters in Montana made this thing. And they're selling it now on the internets, and it's fantastic. It's called Flaskap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P. Flaskap. And, and it holds five ounces of liquor. What more do you want? I mean, I, I need this in my life is what I need. I could, be, I could be drinking this right now as we speak. If you want one, we are going to give you one. What? At the end of this one. episode. Listen, at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you how you can win your very own flask cap and make your life five ounces cooler. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Maleko and Flash podcast. It is Wednesday, September 19th. Aloha to you. Someone's back from their real job. <laughs> another hurricane that didn't happen over. I'm so glad that that non-hurricane is gone. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Much rather be in here drinking with you, buddy. And our special guest today. We've got a very informative podcast for you today. Film buffs are going to love this. We've got the vanguard form of international cinematic achievement in the Asia-Pacific region, Hawaii International Film Festival. They recognize new and emerging talent. They pro promote career development and original collaborations through innovative education programs. And they facilitate dynamic cultural exchange through the cinema arts. I just made all that up. I just, just riffing off the top of my head. I just go and watch movies. Man. <laughs> it was started in 1981. They had seven movies back then from six countries. Think about that. Seven. I remember. I think I watched all seven. In it's 1981? Like, yeah, back then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you six countries. <laughs> Today, uh, they have, well, what is it, 70,000 film enthusiasts from around the state, the nation, and the world. They all come down to check out all the different films. We're going to talk about the program this year. We're going to talk about uh, the about a 150 movies, documentaries, and shorts that they're going to be featuring. And we're going to meet 
the HIF Executive Director. Here she is, Becky Stuchetti. Becky, thanks for coming in. Aloha, thanks for having me. We're excited to talk about films. I know Flash is super into movies. Like, this is his super... Uh, this is what he spends money on when he's not spending it on alcohol and women. Not porn, actual movies. Actual movies. Actual movies. Not to say that he doesn't have subscriptions to porn, but for movies... Frankly, who doesn't? <laughs> anyway. No, Marty, you got nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. Nobody. Nobody is. Nobody. You know you can get it for free, right, Flash? You don't what? need to pay? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about what's going on today. We've, we're going to talk about the film festival. Uh, we're what is it? When do we launch the film festival? It's like a week or two away. It's like, like people can start buying tickets soon, right? Soon. Yes. Tickets will go on sale mid October. Ooh. I know. That's the, close. It's it's coming up. It's coming up. And the film festival, the Hawaii International Film Festival, thirty eighth year, presented by Holly Kulani, mm-hmm. is November eighth through eighteenth. It's right around the corner. Oahu, but we're also on three other islands this year. What? I did not know that. That's incredible. This is the first year for that? No, we've um, been on Kauai and Big Island for a number of years, and we're uh-huh. also going to be at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center this year, too. Oh, wow. For Outer Island that doesn't even get any like regular mainstream films, barely, this has got to be It's unbelievable for any sort of festival to go Outer Island, because you never know what you're going to get. You're going you know, to sell a bunch of tickets, maybe not. We call them neighbor islands. What, what did I say? Outer Islands? Uh, I don't you, know. Oh, what did you he say? Them neighbor Islands? Is it, what's the difference? Outer Island, Neighbor Island, it's all the same. Right. But it's super fun, both, <laughs> <laughs> both in Honolulu and on all the Neighbor Islands. We get tons of crowds, huge uh, fans of all the films that we bring Well, who everywhere. doesn't love movies? I know. Everybody loves movies. That's fun. Okay. As Flash always says. We're going to talk more about the program in just a second. We don't want to get too deep into the show because we want to talk about... Uh, uh, the cocktails we're going to have today, and we're going to pick a word of the day. So start thinking about the word of the day, Becky. You're going to give us a word that we're going to say not too often, but <sighs> regularly throughout. You know, like I wouldn't pick film because we're probably going to say that one on an average of every 20 seconds or so. And people are what just going to What are you, some kind up. of see? You're not ready to do shots every five seconds? There. <laughs> uh, well, okay. For example, who was it that we had? Oh, we oh. had John Berger in here, uh-huh. and he chose the word music. Oh, that's, that's a bad idea. And we spoke of music a lot. That blackout day. drunk by the yeah. end of it. I never finished the episode. And then Guy Hoggy, who wanted to use the word the. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so reel it in, alcoholics. Now, Becky, so just pick a word uh, that you think we'll say uh, quite a bit today, and then we'll drink every time we say that word. And in order to do that, we'll need a bartender. Flash. Well, what's the word of the day? Well, she's going to think about it. Okay. I'm going to give her time. The bartender today is the owner of Nextdoor, legendary vampire. It's the first time I've seen him in daylight hours in 20 years that I've known him. We had to darken the studio for his appearance. It's the one and only Marty. Yeah, Marty! Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate you blacking out the windows for me. It's very nice. (laughs) Don't even need my sunglasses in here. Uh, Today, I brought some Jameson for us, as well as some Rumplemans. Because I love Rumplemans, uh, so and, we're gonna. And Becky loves Jameson. And Becky loves Jameson. Love Jameson. I'm gonna introduce her to the white trash mint julep today. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, one of Soho's finest cocktails I've I ever love made. It. 
I love it. And, uh, we're probably going to crawl out of here when we're done. I like this, Marty. Thanks for that. Hey, uh, you know, we've had all kinds of bartenders in here. We've had bartenders that don't show up. We've had bartenders. <laughs> Talking to you, in. Mo. <laughs> had, and Yui. And Yui, We've, had, we've yeah. had bartenders that come in here and they make 20-minute cocktails. Yeah. Uh, but some of our favorite episodes are the ones that come straight out of the bottle into the glass with ice. So thanks for bringing the good stuff today. Anytime, buddy. All right, so while he's mixing up those drinks, we're coming back to you, Becky. Do you have a word of the day for us? How about celeb? Oh, celeb. Marty, that's your cue to actually make drinks. <laughs> he just sat back down and grabbed his phone, and he's just like, oh, he's going to chill out. Audience of one. I, I was waiting for the word of the day. By the way, my vote would have been for moist. Okay. Oh, boy. Thanks, Marty. All right, so while Marty's mixing up or pouring shots, uh, we're going to go ahead and tell you what the word of the day is. It is... Celeb. Celeb. So every time you hear the word celeb, celebrity, uh, any variation of that's that word. It's not you. You are not a celeb. So don't. don't. Neither are you. Keep it separated. We got we to remind ourselves from time to time. We are not celebrity status. So anytime you hear that word today, you're going to drink and we're going to make a bunch of noise. Celeb. Woo. Becky, Becky, that's right. Okay, there you go. All right. So when you hear that word, that's your cue. And Marty, what have you prepared for us now? Just uh, four shots of Jameson. <laughs> wow. That's it. <laughs> Bringing all the effort in. <laughs> Is it artisanal Jameson? Did you chill it? Is it made with, made with the tears of virgins? Look, Flash. Uncle's got a hangover, okay? He's trying to chase it away. Just bear with me. It's... It's like really early in the morning. Yeah. Oh, man. This is like before breakfast for Marty. So here we go. Oh, this is breakfast for Marty. Four shots of Jameson. All right. We'll get this party started. Cheers. Celeb! Here's to celebs. Woo! Celebs. Salut. <laughs> I'm not crying. Oh, wow. I'm not crying. Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> Surprisingly smooth for 9 a.m. <clears throat> That was delicious. That was good. Thanks, Marty. Um, really, really tasty, the nuances in that one. So, Becky, <laughs> you're, you're still with us? I'm still here. Okay. Let's talk about uh, HIF. It's, it's turned into quite the international destination. Yeah. I mean, it's, it used to be this little film festival. People in Hawaii like to go see movies. It was never, ever going to stay that way. But it has blown up into one of the premier destinations. You wind up getting a lot of celebrities that come to it. Is that right? Oh yeah. boy, look at what he did there. <laughs> oh, I'm out of mm. I'm out of shot. <laughs> By the way, Marty, this is a weak shot. If you order a shot of Jameson from Marty oh, next yeah. door, it's like three inches. This was like I don't know, like uh, uh, you know. I Are you going to tell me? We're working right now, Becky. First of all, this is all about you in three inches, okay? That's number one. Thank you for picking it up. I tossed it up there from Aleko, man. He just says a big swing and miss on his part. Wasn't even a swing and miss. You didn't even swing. I'm glad someone's in the game, Marty. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. So, uh, boy, let's just chase that uh, Jameson with rumple mints. This is great. I, this, is, is, that, is that enough, or would you like me to slide a few more inches in there? This is so much more sophisticated <laughs> than when we had Dave Newman from Pint and Jigger on. I know. <laughs> Suck it, Dave! <laughs> oh, well, God. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. Wow. That's, the the rumple mints will actually be good for your cold. Yeah, Thank well. you. It, Thank honestly. You. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is breath oh, mint fabulous. Yep. Okay. So, on to the questions now. Marty, you can sit down. 
you've had these these over the top events, uh, premier occasion for people to come out here. Let's talk about the galas because it's not just about the movies. It's kind of all about the other things that go with it. People dress up and have fun. Yeah, we have a ton of parties. We'll have even more parties this year than we had last year. Um, and our favorite, of course, is the awards gala, and that is um, at the beautiful Holly Colony Hotel. Love <laughs> that hotel. And Never, ever going to be able to afford to stay there. <laughs> but I love to skip out and hang out on the property. Every time I plan the award gala, all I think is how my, even if I ever got married, it would never be anything as nice <laughs> as this event. Um, it's you so fun. all the money in yeah. the world, it would never compare. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. fun. We have a red carpet. People get all dressed up. We have this stunning five-course dinner, mm. silent auction. And then we have tons of celebrities. Oh, I said it. I didn't oh. even mean to say it. I didn't even mean to say it. <laughs> We're going to avoid the word today. Boy, I haven't had rubble mints uh, since like the, like the wave days, Three I think. minutes ago. Jesus. I feel like I'm in my, my college dorm. Okay. <laughs> or would you like a cocktail? Well, uh, well just, just do what you've been doing, Marty. That's been working pretty Marty, well. Marty, you do you. You do you. Flash your behind. Okay, I'm, ta- I'm going to keep talking about the awards okay, gala before this gets worse. Talking. So we also obviously announce the awards which is right. like a super exciting part of the gala that all the films that are in competition both internationally and our awesome made in hawaii program we announce the award winners and all of those filmmakers and industry talent and press get to interact with one another and it is great fun high class mm-hmm. event last year you brought in uh, it was almost right before he had this incredible like one two three four shot of yeah. incredible big time movies Taika Waititi uh, came in or to Hawaii do I say his name TT Waititi yeah. Waititi he was here a lot of fun that guy is, is quirky he so he quirky. is he is fun to be around uh, tell me about what happened with him. He is as quirky and fun in real life as his movies are. He's a huge fan of HIF. He's come a number of times. I really? Have, I have so many stories that I could tell about Taika. Um, well, we have a podcast, yeah. so you've got a mic in front of you. Okay, really quick, I'll tell two stories. So one was the first time I ever met Taika, which I believe was in 2015. Mm-hmm. He came in with his film, What We Do in the Shadows. An amazing movie, so right? Fun. So fun. That's the movie that got him Thor, right? Yep. Yeah. That movie and was hilarious, by the way. It's so funny. And it's in case you listeners have not heard of it, you should go look it up. It's probably on Netflix. Um, but it's a fake documentary about vampires <laughs> and about vampires living in a house together. Yeah. And it's with Jemaine Clement. Mm-hmm. And so both of them were here. Yeah, the Flight of the Concords. Yes. Guys. Another it, incredible yes, show. Yes. Hilarious. Love it. So Jermaine and Taika pull me aside after we start the movie, and they say, we want you to do the Q&A with us as if this was a real documentary. <laughs> Which they make, the whole documentary yeah. is made to be like yeah. it's a yeah. real, yeah. like the real world MTV yeah. so, so of course band. I said, yes, absolutely. So we did an entire Q&A after this hilarious film <laughs> as if it was a true-to-form documentary. The audience <laughs> loved it, and it won the audience award. It did. I was there for that. It was it, it was bizarre because at first I didn't realize what was happening. Yeah. I was like, no, this is – yeah, that's that was great. It was and a good then moment. last year at the awards gala, Taika just went all out. He was so goofy. He wore one of his um, classic standard Taika, like floral print suits. Um, and he took the script away from me when he got up to get his award and started reading my script. Oh, my gosh. Which was really fun. Um, but his wife is also lovely. She's also a film director, and she was here last year as well doing mm. her film. And uh, they're this couple goals all the way. So are they coming 
back? Do you Probably know? not because they are filming this year, and um, we like to bring in new guests every year. Mm-hmm. So he went. That it doesn't wh- get repetitive. So I mean, when he yeah, did he left Hiff, film festival, and then he and then he had Thor. Well, right. that was kind of about the same time. So when he was at the film festival, though, right. he was like quirky indie guy, and then now one year later, he's like massive Marvel A yeah. list yeah. director guy. And we got to show Thor last year for a special screening at Hiff, um, and people got to inter- all the audience got to interact with Tycho, which was so fun. So that is pretty cool. And he was um, in Thor. He was. Uh, the one character uh, that had um, you couldn't see him like it was like a CGI character or whatever but it was Taika playing the part I didn't know that in the uh, in the prison like he was like his best Thor's best friend in prison is actually Taika (laughs) with his voice and that's why he had that like uh, Maori accent that's pretty fun fun. fact fun fun fact Um, so when you when you plan the movies when you pick what you're gonna pick uh you get a lot of suggestions. You get a lot yeah. of submissions. Yeah. Um, what percentage are local films versus films that you bring in from outside sources? Like, just just a rough estimate. So, local films. So, first of all, submissions-wise, we get over 1,000 film submissions for HIF every year. Um, and then we also acquire films that are – I have two amazing staff members that go to film festivals all year, my artistic director, Anderson Lay, and my programming director, Anna Page. And they go to film festivals and scout films, the best stuff that's coming out of Asia, L.A., New York, um, Europe, everything. Made in Hawaii, our local films get their whole own showcase spotlight. So It's, it's almost like a mini – like a festival within a festival kind of, kind of thing? I mean yeah. we have a spotlight on Japan we have a spotlight on China Hong Kong India almost everywhere Southeast Asia and then we have this huge spotlight on local films we also have a spotlight on Pacific films HIF is really the um, launching point for films that are made both in Hawaii and also the Pacific Islands so we're sort of like that bridge between these films um, going to the mainland and LA um, and all of that The one thing I'll say, so while percentage-wise it seems equal to every Mm -hmm. other showcase, the one thing is because we have the Made in Hawaii competition, um, it gets a ton more press than any other showcase, Mm -hmm. right? So those are the films that the juries are looking at. We bring in jurors from all over the world, other film festival programmers, industry executives, uh, press. And so those are the films that the press is paying attention to. So last year, our Made in Hawaii program was in like Variety. It was in Filmmaker Magazine. Oh, wow. It was in Movie Maker Magazine. I guess that's why I thought that, that yeah. it was a predominantly Hawaii film-focused it's a, festival. It's a huge international film festival. Yeah. We show films from everywhere. We bring in guests from all over the world. And should I say it? We bring in celebrities Woo! from all over the world. <laughs> but with the focus of creating more uh talent and helping to uh, sort of elevate the local Mm -hmm. film community here. And that's what people want. You know, people want to go and see that sort of thing when they when they go to these festivals. Right. Are other festivals built or uh, structured the same way where they where they focus on regions? Um, Some festivals are. Some aren't. I think um, we've seen it in in a ton of different ways. You know, Tribeca is a little bit just more like indie films. But if you go somewhere like Berlin, they spotlight a specific region every year. So they do it on an annual basis. Mm. Um, Other regional international film festivals like Chicago or L.A. do uh, separate into regions. We do it because Hawaii is such a melting pot of people from all over the world Mm -hmm. and audiences are able to both go to films that represent either where they're from or where their families are from, but then also expand and see films 
from other places that they're interested in as well. I've learned that I really like movies from certain regions, like uh, some of the shorts that come out of Japan. Yeah. You know, like they're either really scary or really funny. Like I, I like that sort of filmmaking. And, yeah. and that's something that I would never would have discovered without the film festival. Japan, Korea. But the cool thing about HIF is that we do sort of spotlights on specific regions, but then we do spotlights on specific types of films. So mm-hmm. documentary, environmental, um, animation. So we're always looking at, you know, film from this very broad spectrum. With, uh, with, with Taika Waititi as an exception, are there any other filmmakers that, made their debut at HIF that wound up making, you know, commercially acclaimed films. A ton, yeah. A ton. I thought so. Hopefully there are some that were debuting in these years that we don't even know. I mean, that's kind of... Is that a hint? It's kind of the point, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is the point. It is the point. And it's fun when they blow up. It's also fun when you participate in HIF at any level and you meet other people and then you're collaborating. That's one of my favorite things Mm. about the festival. So we have filmmakers from... Hawaii, we have filmmakers from Fiji, Samoa, we have filmmakers from LA, New York, and then all of a sudden they meet each other at the festival and then they go off and make collaborations. And that's something that's really special. Because of their interactions. Chance yeah. meeting mm-hmm. at the festival. Mm-hmm. Well, well it's not exciting. so chance. We uh, we make sure that they meet. Right. <laughs> it's all coordinated. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like it's like a speed dating. And then and then Hiff gets their ten percent cut? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But we do, you know, we are that a would be Lanai. Lanai yeah. would do that. Finders We are a nonprofit, so we do rely (laughs) on your support, either through tickets or membership, to be able to keep this happening for our community. I love it. That's why you're perfect for this job. You made the ask (laughs) mid-answer. That's awesome. All right, so give us some hints. What uh, what can we expect? Who big is coming? I can't tell you. I'm so sorry. I know you can't tell us. We we don't want you to tell us. Just give us a really really good hint. You you will know in like three weeks. No one listens to this podcast. (laughs) No Literally no one. I listen to this podcast. Well, so. Oh. so then you're telling yourself. I know. So. Yes. I know. Yeah. It's I you and my I mom. Knew, if only I knew. <laughs> Flash's mom. I'm sorry to And she doesn't you. live here, so she doesn't care. So you can spill the beans Here's what I'll say is that every year HIF brings in new talent and really big established talent. Um, and this year we're looking, I mean, we're talking to some people that are um, fun and new and exciting, but also really, really well known. Okay. And also, this year's new talent could be next year's... Huge talent. Right. Huge talent. Yeah. Like, Taika is the perfect example of that. Literally, in one year, yeah. it's totally a different scenario. Exactly. So, meet them while they're still newer so that they want to talk to you and sign your, sign your posters. <laughs> right. Before they get too before big. Before they get too big. Before right. they don't remember. It's like trying to ask Maleko for his autograph now. What? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me directly. Talk to me through Marty. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Maleko could even write his own name. No, no eye contact. No eye contact. <laughs> But but almost everyone that we bring in does come to the awards gala. So, have you ever you review a lot of movies? You said a thousand entries or so per Plus, year. Yeah. Have you come across a movie that you personally love? I'm going to assume that you're yeah. just a movie lover in general. I am. So have you come across a movie a, that you personally love? It'd be a love? terrible job if she didn't. <laughs> God, it'd be like torture. That job would Guys, suck. I hate yeah. movies. <laughs> so have you come across a movie that you personally love? Maybe it falls into your personal taste, whatever that is, but just doesn't cut it for him? That happens to me all the time. I don't think people realize how much that happens. Most of the movies that I fall in love with are not right for the festival. So like you, could, you could have the Becky Festival and then... It would, you would be have, totally separate. How do you know what's right? 
for the festival and what isn't, especially if it's like, oh, my God, an amazing movie. I, thankfully, don't have to make those decisions all the time. (laughs) My uh, program director and my artistic director make those decisions, and they know the audience. They have been with HIP for 20 years and 10 years. Um, They know what people here love. Sometimes we take risks. Um, which is what I'm all about, is like pushing those boundaries a little bit, introducing people to new stuff, but also maintaining what we know people love. Um, Most of what I love is a little bit offbeat, personally, um, and tends to lean more towards the experimental side or just like quirky and funny. Um, So a lot of Can you give me an example? Give me an example of a movie that you love that you can recommend to our podcast listeners. That's not a a HIF movie. That's never going to show up at HIF. I mean, I'll tell you what one of my favorite movies of all time is. You, okay. I guarantee you've never heard of it. It's okay. this like tiny experimental film out of Midwest somewhere. It's called Suitcase of Love and Shame. It's basically a film. This filmmaker found a suitcase on eBay and she bought it for like a hundred bucks. And the suitcase was filled with audio recordings of two people that were having an affair with each other. <gasps> It was from the, like the 1960s. They're oh both veterinarians, gosh. which is you can hear like dogs barking in the background. But so instead of writing love letters <laughs> to one another, they're like tape recording love letters. Wow. And then they tape record their dates. So when they meet up with this illicit affair, they're tape recording everything that happens. Doesn't end well, guys. Doesn't end well. Wow. Doesn't end well. <laughs> but so like it's so esoteric and it's so different from what I think because I see so many movies all year. Mm-hmm. When there's a movie that's totally different mm. and totally breaks standard, I'm like, I love this. This so is new. How many movies do you think you see in a year? Ish ballpark. I mean, probably around like five hundred plus. So you're the reason Movie Pass is running out of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like one of my other favorite movies of all time is Step Brothers. You know, like I love that. Oh movie. my god, I that's watch that Step movie every is, time on set. It's sad. a classic. So why why is Suitcase of Love and Shame not a HIF movie? It's a. I think it's a. Well, first of all, it's too old. So we only show like new stuff unless we're doing a cool retrospective on someone that we're bringing in. Okay, but and... so suppose Suitcase <laughs> of Love was a new movie. Um, it's almost too experimental. It's too experimental. HIF likes to celebrate innovation for sure. Another hint that I'll drop is that we're doing like a whole new program this year that Mm. is really about innovation and really about pushing the boundaries of film. But when you just, this film you just described fit into what that new category? Because this new category is like totally think about different ways of experiencing films. Okay, wait a minute. Different ways of experiencing films. Film is this something that comes with modern technology? Yep, like searching mm. the the new. Uh... So we did show search. Oh my gosh, you guys, too much Jameson. So we did show <laughs> searching. Yes, in August. Right, it was great. Sort of like searching, but even pushing even farther. I'm about like pushing boundaries. Now, searching uh, for the podcast viewer listener who hasn't seen it yet um, is a movie that's shot entirely through mobile device cameras or through. Like laptop desktop. cameras. It's, so. like, it's desktop, like a desktop FaceTime, camera. Yeah. yeah. It's like the whole thing is, right. is a FaceTime or right, it's a right. desktop camera. And or... I loved that movie. And like... By the way, Modern Family did an episode like that like three years ago. Really? Two years ago. The entire episode was through them on their laptops videoing each other well, and, and FaceTiming each other. Well, and experimental filmmakers have been doing that type of thing for years. For like right. years, you know? And so it was really cool to see that come. But what was that other? Unfriended was another one that the yeah. whole movie, it happens through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody dies, but it's all through a, a, yeah. a Google Hangout or something. Yeah. 
But HIF is really all about bringing, you know, what's new and exciting way before you're going to hear about it. Um, you know, a lot of films that we show end up getting a ton of Oscar buzz, end up winning awards. Mm. We bring people that you haven't heard about that are going to win Oscars or Emmys mm. um, that year. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, the movie theater experience has gotten better. Um, and I think it had to. Yeah. I mean, you, you, stiff competition from at-home on-demand services. So yeah. the movie theaters decided, okay, well, we need to make people want to come to the movie. And having the big screen wasn't enough. So now you go and you get your reserved seat. You can you can drink at the theater. You've got recliners. Pre-order all your snack bar stuff. And yeah, concierge show up. Like the whole experience yeah. has elevated to to almost a luxury level. But yeah. then so has the price tag. <laughs> yeah, and the price tag keep going up. <laughs> For sure. Right, Marty? Right. <laughs> Do you have a movie pass? I don't. You don't. You see enough movies. She I doesn't know. need one. She doesn't need, you don't need one. I I uh, I go to the theater sometimes. But like of the 500 movies you watch in a year, how many are like on your laptop? A lot of them are on my right? laptop. And a lot of them are me going to other festivals or a lot of them are people sending me movies. If you send me your film, I'm going to try to watch it. Um so it's it's mainly and a on lot laptops. of a lot of the movies yeah. that I see are also like not totally done yet, right? <laughs> which yeah. is always interesting. Um, right. So for you, Netflix and chill actually means Netflix, and I'll call you later. <laughs> no guy wants to watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, shut up. Are you just like a, a constant like dialogue of critique? Sometimes oh, I actually almost I actually broke up with someone once over a movie that we went. Really? Okay. Go on. Thanks, oh, God. You know. We First watched... of all, what movie was this it? Was, oh, God. I can't remember. It was some sort of movie. It was something about the environment. This was years ago. This was like 2000. The Al Gore one? Inconvenient Truth, maybe? No, it was about like animals. It was, Do I don't know. It was a movie that was anymore? supposed to be like fluffy and fun. Okay. And we watched the whole movie and I was Did it have quiet. It Morgan was a, it Freeman was in and the penguins theaters. in it? It wasn't the penguin movie. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. And we walk out of the theater and he says, so what did you think? Oh, no. <laughs> and... Uh, I told him the truth, and um, yeah, I don't so you, think so he didn't, didn't like it. I didn't like it, and he didn't like me after that. Really? Because wow. he loved it, I'm guessing. I mean, I think it's just, you know, like when you know how to watch a <laughs> film, when all you do is study something, right. you're going to have much more critical thoughts about it. And it's not that I'm a critical person, but when you study something for so long... It's kind of like with me and alcohol. <laughs> exactly. I am very, very picky about it's my true. alcohol. Flash drinks like a sorority girl. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he really does. If I went out on a date with a girl and she liked a drink that was clearly, if she brought exactly. Rumplemints to your house exactly. and she was like, "I love Rumplemints." No, but that's if you do it like in a. In Give a, me some Goldschlager, yeah. Flashy. Yeah. See, Goldschlager would be a no-go, but Rumpy. <laughs> yeah. Rumpy would be cool, and that's where you know the difference. Exactly. Wow. So Interesting. I, I get it. All right. I get it. <laughs> what is um what what's your your uh your movie uh what's the word i'm thinking of uh your guilty guilty pleasure guilty pleasure for movies like uh, you know do you go and see is it Step Brothers? yeah it's yeah Step something Brothers. like Step Brothers. yeah and like that, moana oh moana i still that's a good that. movie though it's a good movie it's a good freaking movie but when you're i don't like, have kids and i've seen it twice right when you're in your 30s you're like god i love this movie <laughs> <laughs> Remember your 30s flash? I was going to say. <laughs> that, was, that was like 20 years ago. Or 40 years ago. Uh, I was going to make the same joke about you. Yeah. You beat me to it. Because I'm so old. <laughs> I like, okay, my guilty pleasure is movies that have nothing to do with romance. Okay. 
movies that that's got to be a hard niche to fill. Uh, you know, every Mo- movie's got romance in it. Moana doesn't. Step Brothers doesn't. <sighs> oh, look at the the There's through a theme. thread on that. Yeah. There. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I would not have connected those threads at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not very bright. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay. We've talked about the kind of movies that, that will make it into HIF, maybe won't. How how does somebody get an email, or how does somebody get a movie submitted to HIF? Is it just a matter of emailing you personally and saying, no, hey, Becky, check this please out? please don't email me personally. Or is, <laughs> please do not do that. Maybe on the website, click here to submit movie. <laughs> yes, we do have that. <laughs> we do have that. Please do that. Um, or we have a without a box. Right now, obviously, it's much too late to submit a movie to this year's festival. Does that happen to you a lot, though? People run yes. into you and they're like, they send you, like, it's almost like they drop into your DMs or something. It's like, <laughs> stop sending them to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the porn. Flash's guilty pleasure is films that also don't have anything to do with romance. <laughs> But in the totally opposite direction. (laughs) My guilty pleasure pleasure is actually films that are do have stuff to do with romance. Really? Because like I'm too cool to like. You like romance films? No, I don't. But I like Crazy Rich Asians. That's Becky's favorite new movie. Um, I enjoy that. 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 And I hate rom coms. I hate everything about rom coms because it's such a paint by numbers formula that everybody follows and no one even tries to deviate from. I hate it. I'll tell you what movie I'm excited about coming out. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I would use the word excited. That seems like much for me. Okay. But curious. The movie I'm curious about that's coming out <clears throat> before HIF, so we won't show it, is um, Life Itself. Have you guys seen the ads for that? By that It's like really Joaquin good. Phoenix, isn't it? Oh, really man. Good. Yeah. Everything he's in creeps me out in the best kind of way. Yeah, it's like it's like a film that and the trailers are so vague and ambiguous, which I love. I hate it when a trailer gives everything away. But What's it called? Life Itself. That's my biggest complaint, actually, with movies when I see the trailer. You know, and sometimes, you know, you're at home, you're, you're streaming something or you're ready to go out to the movies. You're like, hey, let's just watch the trailer real quick. And then two and a half oh, minutes later, I've, I've I feel like I saw yeah. the whole What's thing. What's the point? I'm not spending 20 bucks on that. Yeah. Life itself looks like This Is Us, but in movie form to me. I've never seen This Is Us. I've never have either. It's like a schmaltzy, like 30-something kind of nostalgia-filled. I don't know. I'm hoping that it's sort of like innovative and sort of pushes what you think about life. I mean, it's sort of like one of my favorite movies from last year oh. was Arrival. Did you guys see Arrival? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Best sci-fi movie in years. Because, exactly. Because it makes you think... About how you think. Yeah, right. It's not That's about what the I'm, aliens so much. It's, no. it's it's totally about the human experience. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Really great. Um, movie. Also, I, this is true, and I didn't see this. It's written and directed by the guy from This Is Us. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I swear to God, you're talking me out of seeing it now, yeah, Flash. I don't want to see it either. <laughs> you know, you've nah. never seen it. Arrival was fantastic, though. Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I have a theory that if a movie is written, directed, and produced by the same person. It's most likely going to be disappointing. I disagree. I disagree. I think it depends on the person. So, like, we're at home. We're selecting movies. Uh, my, my wife and I have a dis- What did you say? Written, produced, and directed? Written, yeah. produced, and directed. Star Wars, brother. Empire Strikes Back. No, just Star Wars. No. Never mind. Okay. Empire well, Strikes Back. Wars. Okay, that's just the first one. But that's an anomaly. Star Wars. Okay, so let me explain the theory here. So my wife is is IMDb central. Like okay. she she's Ridley on it Scott, all the time. Alien, anytime James Cameron, you, Terminator. Stop. I could go on. Did you stop it? We can I'm just saying your theory. I'm already poking holes in it. I would you like even to hear your theory, Maleko. Please okay. continue. So we're this is for movies at home. We we run out of movies to watch at home. You know, streaming with all the streaming services. 
So we're going through and we find titles. We're like, oh, this movie looks good. She'll IMDb it immediately. And it'll be, you know. His wife, by the way, is an actor. So that's. Yeah, so she'll so she'll look at it. She'll okay. say, okay. She's critical. She looks past the stars. She goes right into the comments, right into the deep dive. And she goes in. She's reading a few. I'll give her a minute or two. She'll come back and she'll say, okay, here's what I know. And she'll give me just the digest of what it is. And nine times out of ten, when it's written, directed, and produced by, and it's a, like an indie film or something like that, and it's released straight to like IFC Films or Netflix or something yeah. like that, it just, it winds up, 10 minutes into it, you're just like, this is this guy's passion project, and there's a reason no one's ever heard of this movie. And it's, it's sad, because I love to watch these movies, but that's my theory. I it? think that there's a lot there. I think that you're definitely onto something, but I also... I also almost love those films just because that reason, because someone is so passionate about something and they're so creative and they have to get it out and they have to do it. They probably went into debt making that movie. Mm -hmm. They probably couldn't raise enough money to pay somebody else to do any of that. And filmmaking is really all about teamwork. So even if they say it was written, directed, and produced by someone, that just means that that was their vision. But other people helped. Other people One producer input. out of many. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, you know, especially when you're looking at more independent documentaries. I think it's important to notice when stuff like that happens because well, I you're think really documentaries looking... are the exception okay. because I mean okay. you're talking about a documentary. There's usually only a few people working on the project anyway. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking about like like films that are produced to. Yeah. To, to... I'm not saying they're good, but I think it's fascinating to have that much insight mm. into the way one person's mind works. Mm. For me, I think someone needs to edit. For them. Someone's <laughs> like, let's yeah, just I let's agree. just. Let's... I tend to agree. Like, and also, that scene doesn't make any sense. Probably like, cut out like genius. forty minutes. Yeah. yeah, Martin Scorsese, he's writing, producing, okay, directing all this but stuff. But how many Martin Scorsese's Paul are Anderson, there in the world? Quentin Tarantino, I can, all oh, the all the biggest art tours, oh. all the biggest art tour, tour. How do you say it? Otters. 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 Keep drinking. Keep drinking and trying. <laughs> Your whole point was ruined because you couldn't pronounce <laughs> that oh, word. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> I was. So you almost Flash had one. Like, Flash. I write, direct, and produce right this podcast. Till I fell off the rails. Ah, oh, just like the rest of my life. Oh man, so close. All right. Well, a, a, a tour. <laughs> Stop trying. No, I'm genuinely. Stop trying. Otter. Otter. Flash, you speak whatever James Cameron is. I don't know. I speak retard, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing really good, great at that. This is why Flash will never be a celeb. Everybody, it's time to oh! break on out. Oh, no. Mm. This is why I brought Rumpelmintz, kids. Also, yeah, actually, Rumpelmintz is nice. I want to switch back to Jameson. I'm dying on the rump. Okay, we can switch you back. Nice. While he's mixing up that elaborate cocktail. Oh, uh, what? make us the mint julep no, for... The white trash oh, yeah. Mint white white trash mint, mint julep. While he's doing that, you touched on documentaries. Yeah. It's probably a good idea to jump into that right now. It seems like documentaries are drawing a bigger audience mm, not, now not than they ever Not just it seems have. like. It's actually happened. I mean, they are. They just draw a huge audience. People want to learn more. People are, are hungry to see documentaries. It's not just people looking for scripted This dramas. year, for the first time ever, three different documentaries have grossed over $10 million at the box office. What are they? Uh, it's the, the one with Mr. Rogers. Okay. Yeah. And it's neighbor. the one with the, the, the three, the triplets, that didn't know that they yeah. were triplets. Yeah. What was, what's that one called? I can't remember the name, but I, it, it just played a Kahala. And then the other one was some crazy, like, Trump right-wing fanatical doc, I think. Right? Am I, I right? I don't know about that one. But I know about yeah. Will You Be My Neighbor. Uh, like, and... It's like a Danish show. Whoever it is, that yeah. it's like the, he, did the, the, he did the Hillary Clinton, like, uh, mudslinging doc in 2016. Yeah, okay. Same guy. 
But even on Netflix, you can just tell yeah. by the sheer volume. Like a Netflix or an Amazon or a Hulu is going to inform you what people are into just by what they greenlight. And it's just like it's just dock after dock after dock. Yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, – sorry, I know, Maleka, you have a question somewhere in there. But yeah. we're all That's just right. going to talk we're good. over you. That's right. <laughs> I, my best. <laughs> what I always do. Welcome to my Wednesday, <laughs> Becky. Welcome to my Wednesday. Trust. I get it. Um <laughs> Nobody listens to me either. It's okay. So uh, my background is in documentary. So I actually worked for a documentary production company. And uh, my college degree was in studying documentary films. So I personally love that there is this documentary renaissance going on right now um, just because it's so much part of my life. So you can get a degree from college for studying documentaries. My degree is in cinema and media studies. Um, but what my focus so you can on, get a college yeah. degree. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you really far in life too. Hey, oh. you're doing what you love. I do, I do. I you're do. the executive director of him. I know. I oh mean, my god, you, you can't throw that card yeah, out. Yeah, no, sorry. You, you've got a badass job. I know, I do. I'm so grateful for it. But um, yeah, no, I I <laughs> love documentaries, and I love that people are more interested in them. It's really and people really are. They're yeah. digesting documentaries more than ever. Do you think that changes the the program that that you curate? We have always spotlighted documentaries. We have sort of a documentary program. We um, put documentaries in each of our showcases. You know, stuff that's coming out of different regions, and then we also have this really great program called Film for Thought, that's pr- um, sponsored by the Hawaii Council for the Humanities, and we actually. This is one of my favorite. It's always been one of my favorite programs at HIF. We show documentaries, and then we bring in um, an expert in the subject area to talk about it. So not necessarily the filmmaker. Sometimes we have the filmmaker, too. But we'll bring in a local expert in whatever the subject of the film is to then lead a discussion. The documentary film. Right. To then lead a discussion with the audience about what's going on in the film. I think, think, not to interrupt, but I think the bigger question is – why are documentaries so big right now? Is it is it in response to fake news and a lack of perceived authenticity? I like, think people just want to dig deeper into what's important to them. I think so much is going on in the world, and people are trying to decide what's important to them, and it's a way of finding out more about that. I think mm-hmm. one of the problems with documentaries is that sometimes we – and this is what I wrote my whole college thesis on, Flash, believe it or not – is what you can – is by watching the film – are you actually changing anything? Like the very act of watching the film, is that enough to get you to go out and change the way you behave? It's making act? you more informed it's regardless. You more informed regardless. So what was your your <clears throat> findings? Well, what I was interested in is how you can be a little experimental or different ways that you can craft a documentary or show documentaries to actually provoke that change in someone to actually create a change in behavior or response to it. So there is a there is a technique or a trick I think so. that people can I think do. So. This was also a long time ago, sure. you know, every a lot has changed yeah. since, you know, 2008. Um well, it's so. interesting though because people um People seem to be more hungry for information. You know, but, we're, we're, but this we're, is we're what I'm saying. Computers constantly seeking input, and so, you know. But as I think we people s- are also interested are more hungry for like authentic dialogue about mm. stuff. This is what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's because people are craving authenticity because right. they're so confused right now about what's real, what's fake news, what can I believe? Well, it used to what's be BS? you could trust the talking head in the television. It used to be that. You know, if Joe Moore read you the news, you what, trusted that. What, what about he said, when Maleko reads it? Well, he trusted that. When, well, the problem is Maleko came in after fake news, 
So people looked at me through jaded eyes, like, you don't know, is, is Maleko telling me his personal political opinion, or is he reading the facts as they are and letting me decide for myself? And, and this is, honestly, I, I invoke people to just decide for yourself. Am I being biased or not? But I he, think that this brings up a really... Either way, your really, hair looks great. <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> but I, think that this, I didn't say that. I, I just said his hair looks good. I think this brings up a really good point. And people ask me this all the time. People will look at me and say... Um, you know, why did you, you could have any job in the film industry. Why did you decide to run a film festival? Film festivals, you know, what do they matter now that there's Netflix and Hulu and streaming and HBO um, and, and all, and Filmstruck and all these streaming services? And the idea is, is that, you know, who curates the information that you're getting? And how do you, you know, there's almost so much media now and there's so much out there. You need these trusted sources that... Is there a trusted source anymore? Well, I think HIF is a trusted source for film, mm. or else I wouldn't be in this job. That's the point, right? It's, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Yes. And, and you know what? That is a challenge. At home, I, I, I talked about the experience that my wife and I have when we sit down to watch a movie. Right. We've got multiple sources. Right. We've got an endless list to go through, and we pick a different category. We dial down. Netflix is really good at suggestions based on our history. So Pornhub. <laughs> I just cannot comment on any of this. Uh, you know, but I mean, Hulu is impossible to use. I, I, I don't figure, I can't figure that out. Uh, but as you go through the, the list of movies, aside from doing the research yourself, sometimes it's nice to have somebody who understands right. what good cinema is right. and then present that to you. That's why we love going to HIF. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's also a way for people who maybe can't. So when I say people, people in the industry, people working on films, either actors or filmmakers or writers, it's a way to spotlight them because maybe they can't break through that noise to those bigger companies on their own. And so HIF is leveraging right now our attention from the industry to be able to spotlight these people who are early career or mid-career. Are you talking about specifically local filmmakers? I'm talking about Hawaii Pacific. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about yeah. local Pacific filmmakers. Chris Kuhunahanas of the world. Sure. sure. Last year, last year <laughs> our winner of our, our both our Audience Choice and our Made in Hawaii program was Carol Lacey. Um, with her out-of-state film and you know we were able to give her a lot of attention and say like people and she already she did it all on her own and she made an incredible film and she garnered a lot of support on her own but you know I think HIF is trying to be able to say like for people in the industry that might not be looking how will they know where to look so they're looking at HIF and we're directing them to look at these filmmakers. So, so Becky is basically like a better Real version of Netflix suggests for you. You, you <laughs> are the human element to that. You are the like the ground zero of what people in Hawaii are gonna like. Sure, and I will introduce you to celebrities. Yeah, oh! <laughs> Marty, what have you made for us? So this is our uh, white trash mint julep. It's a little bit of Jameson, a little bit of Rumpelman, some That's the exact syrup. recipe, just a splash of this, a splash, splash of that. Splash of this, splash of that. It's delicious. Live, little of this, a little of that. By the way, he oh, made this is? just for you because he knows. Oh, you are so sweet. This is good, right? right? It's this is so, so. I have never had this, and I'm mm. loving it. Mm. I love regular mint juleps, and a white trash white julep really speaks to my uh, core. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I could ever order something like this. Saying you could words. it next door. You could only order it next door. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's you know, tasty. I'm going to demand this the next time I go to like Lures Lounge. Like, <laughs> Do it. Please don't. One thing I've always appreciated about HIF that I think, and clearly HIF has made a point of, of doing this and being this, yeah. is 
I don't know enough about Asian cinema to just like go on Netflix and right. pick out what's what. And right now on Netflix, right. there's a ton of Korean stuff, especially because Korean anything is like hot right now. But it's like I've always felt when I go to HIF, whatever Asia, whether it's Japanese, yeah. Korean, Chinese, whatever, whatever I see at HIF, I know just by the very fact that it's showing it HIF, because in the past you you can only see so many movies, but right. I'll go, I would take the program and circle stuff and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'll make a note that at some point somewhere, whether it's Netflix or something else, I'm going to try to see this movie because just the very fact that it's in the HIF program, yeah. I know that it must be yeah. good. Yeah, and well, I will stop you right there. I, I can't promise that you're going to like it. I never promise anyone that they're going to like a film because everyone has vastly different tastes. Smart. Um, right? Like the way people have different tastes in men and women or whatever. I like them all. <laughs> Flash, Flash is non-discriminatory. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let that one go. But um, <laughs> what I will promise is that it will make you feel something and mm. it will make you think. And some of them you're really going to like those, and others you might hate the film, but you'll be thinking about it for two weeks afterwards. Sometimes you hate the film because you get conflicted, right. and it's like confronting for exactly. you on a personal level. And I almost yeah. love but that's that the reaction. Film, yeah, that's the right. film doing its job. That's a pretty crazy reaction to have. I love that film does that to you. We talked about what what HIF represents and how this curating of films can be very useful to people. Um, I, I almost see parallels here between the way radio DJs used to provide music um, when it first started in the origin days of radio, when you didn't have the internet, I mean, basically you're at home in a rural area, and all you had was the radio. And so, if you if you right. heard something on the radio and you liked it, that was how you heard about music, and then it related to album sales. And then the internet came and destroyed that that whole concept. Right. Or basically, you can get your music from everywhere, and you can get it on demand as much as you want. And so, you now have all the music in the world at your fingertips. How do you decide what you like or what you don't like? And it's helpful to have, like, Pandora radio stations, which suggest new songs for you, or to have a friend. Usually there's a friend that says, right. hey, here's a mixtape. Here's, here's a playlist that you're going to love. In movies, it's hard to find that person because, right. you know, movies are – it's an expensive habit to watch movies. Not um, on Netflix. And not on Netflix. Not but on the street. In real life. In, real, in the theaters, it, yeah. It is. And, and so it used to be that – the only way you could get what was new and hot in movies was to literally see what was playing at the local cinema, what was playing right. at this, uh, you know, at, at one point there was the multiplexes that was a big deal, right. you know, and now it's, it's, it's about the experience. Well, and it's also about, and this is one of my favorite parts about going to the movies in a theater, and part of what I love so much about HIF is that it's about the community. Like, you're, you're watching, it's so different to experience a film surrounded by people. Mm. Like, that will influence. People that are appreciate film right, like in that way. Right, like, it will influence the way that Not you Not opening feel. night crowds for <laughs> the Avengers. That's a totally different experience. But that is still going to influence the way that you respond to that film. <laughs> I love that opening night crowd I of any movie when they that. dress oh up. Oh, my God. Shoot me now. No, when, when they dress up. I'm not going to say. You Marty, Becky, Marty, talk okay, to hold on. Mike, wait, wait. We're going to exclude Becky two, from this portion of the podcast. 2 p.m. on a Tuesday <laughs> at HIF, you will see the best movies ever. Oh, it's when they play the you, weird, Marty. depressing Asian cinema that I love. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. I love it. They play the weirdest films in the middle of the day, and they're great. Oh, I give you so much credit for that. Also, if you buy a membership, you love save that. a ton of money on your oh, tickets. Marty, Marty so has been going to HIF for, what, eight years now? Since 2010, I started going to HIF. It's still eight years, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk, okay? 
Thanks, Marty. Marty. Or you're bad at math. Marty. I had a donut. Marty just saved that piece of the podcast, by the way. That might have been a a blooper portion of the podcast that might have been edited. We appreciate appreciate your support, Marty. Why do you like it so much? There was, so there's a film called A Brand New Life that I saw at HIF. Yeah. Uh, Korean French film. Yep. Korean French? It was, so it was a Korean film. So it was a Korean, it was a Korean film. She was adopted by a French family, and it was semi-autobiographical. Basically, the plot is her father, her mother dies, her father gets a new girlfriend. The new girlfriend hates the daughter. The father takes the daughter out for a special daddy-daughter day and buys her a cake and drops her off at an orphanage and leaves her there. <gasps> what? Yes, Jesus. yes. And the Marty, other girls, you're into some dark bro, stuff. No, the other buddy. girls, <laughs> the on, other girls at, the, at, the, at the orphanage are super mean and just... It's super depressing. It's really sad. And, like, you want to cry through most of the film. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she gets adopted by a French family, moves to France. Spoiler alert. Becomes a filmmaker and makes a semi-autobiographical film. Which mm-hmm. is the film you just watched. Exactly, yeah. Shut up. And it's, oh, that's so meta. That's, such a, that's like a, an no, M. Night a Shyamalan great, twist It was, right like, there. one of those really great, like, <laughs> tugging your heartstrings, make, like the road home. Super bittersweet. But I'm trying to be serious for I'm, once in my life. <laughs> for once in my life, I want to be serious. Flash of Malenko will not allow it. I'm loving sorry, it, Marty. Sorry. Go on, go on. I'm, I'm trying to be serious for once. Yeah, Becky's it's, all into it while Malenko yeah. and I are like laughing and throwing stuff at him. Becky's eating, got a I'm tissue. Up, and, uh, these two. <laughs> no, but it's the only place where you'll see the absolutely like great cinema like that. So Marty, Marty, as someone who's dead inside, is that why you love hip so much? Is it it gets you finally in touch with your emotions? As, as I tell the the people at Starbucks, I take my coffee black, just like my soul. Oh, sad, and just like your poor women. Marty. But, that's, but that is the thing, right? Like people, Mostly and I yellow. think I think even there's there's so much going on today in the world, and people have a really hard time being able to like feel things i'm just gonna say it it's true and, like film has i mean maybe theater, that's a, maybe that's another reason why uh documentaries right. are so popular it's right now. it's always been this cathartic release it's always been your ability to be, to watch something and watch people and to be able to do that in a way that's not creepy and mm. <laughs> and and really have some sort of cathartic release and help mm-hmm. you to be a better person ideally as a woman, I Which, can say you know, that. It, you just described to me a lot of like what going to concerts and mm-hmm. listening to music is about. Yeah, it's 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 about going on a not to sound too corny, but going on a journey where you go through a series of emotions right. that otherwise you wouldn't have been able to tap into on your own, and maybe you wouldn't even want to. No, right. those are the things I keep bottled up deep inside right. that I never want to share with anyone. Push it, push it way, way down. Most it men. Is. Most it men. Is. All men. No, I'm, I'm, all men. I'm uh, really good at the movie theater cry where you just kind of just, just, <laughs> just oh, I got something in my eye. You know, you just kind of rub a little bit there. Really? What maybe. was the last movie you cried at? Uh, oh. That you can remember. God, it was a good one. What was it? I'll think of it. Was it a Korean French drama? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. It was probably like a Disney film or something. It was. It was Moana. It was was a walk to remember, wasn't it? The secret to any good Disney. Because that's the last one that I cried at. A walk to remember. That was was good. When he gave her the telescope, you didn't cry at the Korean French thing. Oh no, I definitely did. But I saw that after. Oh okay. This was the most recent. A walk to remember. That's got. Keanu Reeves? No. Oh, God. No? 
Shane West and Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. That's who it is. That's who it is. Yeah, go ahead. Come on. Come I'm on. drawing a blank on that. Mostly, most, most guys Smart. would say, like, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Or, like. What? I don't know. Why, on, where would you of, cry I'm Saving Private hey, Ryan? I cry at commercials, okay? Right. Like, I'm not. So does my mom. <laughs> so does my mom. I got to meet your mom. We're going to be best friends. <laughs> wow. Or something. She's very emotional, my mom. Well, it's like we can't be emotional in our everyday. So then, you know, no, these, she's a, she's Mex- she's 100 percent Mexican. She's emotional all the time. Her emotional level is at an 11, 24 seven. Well, good for her. Is it really? <laughs> so so Hif is on twice a year. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. What was the last movie you cried at? I'm thinking about it. It'll come to me. Don't just, just a circle of trust. No, no one I'm, listens I'm, to the I'm show. I'm seriously trying to remember. I, I go and I see. I'm going to text Lauren right now because I guarantee Maybe you. I, should, I guarantee you Lo- Lawrence's wife. Hold on. I guarantee you Lauren knows exactly off the top okay. of her head I what's gonna, the last I, movie you here, cried at. Here, I have her text open up. Text hey, her right now and I'm, find out. I'm not texting her from your phone. Yeah. I'm texting her from my okay. phone. Um, yes, Hiff is on twice a year. It's on twice a year. What's the difference yeah. between the two? So the fall festival is really our big festival. That's where we really, really, really celebrate and showcase. And we have a lot of premieres during the fall festival. That's the festival that's on four islands this year. It basically runs from November 8th through December 2nd this year, which is a huge amount of time. We skip Thanksgiving because you should be with your family on Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) thanks, Flash. Um, But that's where we bring in the celebrities. <laughs> we have all, you know, we have a bunch of premieres. We sh- do our spotlights. We do our awards. Um, that's the thing. It's, when when are the awards? When is the HIF Gala? It's um, Friday, November sixteenth at Holly Kalani Ballroom. You can buy tickets or a table at they, HIF. They finally went on sale, or, right? Yes, we HIF.org. just okay. HIF.org slash awards gala. Okay, one word, no spaces. Fun. So. Um, it's then, super dress up. It's crazy black tie. It's very black fancy, tie. Fancy, fancy. It's very fancy. You're going to have a great time, but we are classy. We Unlike are, this podcast, we keep it classy. We are classy. <laughs> I'm going to find a sugar mama that night. I'm, I'm really, I got my fingers crossed. Magic is going to happen. That's it. You got to um, get the table flash. The table. I can't is afford a table. No. I'm going to find a sugar mama who's going to get a table, table. Who will then, I will be her plus one. There you go. Something like that. So, <laughs> spring. <laughs> can, we get, can we get flash drive on Star to buy us a table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. there's a ton of money behind yeah. that show. Yeah, let's talk about a huge success. Okay, spring festivals. Spring festival um, is also a bunch of premieres, but it's stuff that you're not. We're. It's going to come out before fall. So it's things that we found at Sundance, at Berlin. So it's um, almost like you have to get it yeah, in like at spring because we're by gonna show fall it, it's too late. It, because it's going to be in the theaters or on your streaming services before fall. We don't bring in a lot of guests in the spring. It's really more of like a member benefit. It's mm. for the community. It's to be able to say like, hey, you guys love films. We love films. Come check out these awesome films before they disappear or so, are in theaters for a couple of days and you miss it. You don't have any other opportunity to see it. So um, it's really... M- strictly movie based yeah yeah super fans super yes and it's you know it's a lot smaller we only do about two theaters in the spring in the fall we have about eight theaters um it looks like you know what movie you cried at my wife (laughs) just texted back (laughs) see this is embarrassing see let's hear what did i say i said she will text right back what lauren said maleko cried at jurassic world 
Fallen Kingdom, oh, which, by the way, he knows because that movie was only came out like a month ago. Oh, you were trying to sandbag ago. us. It was a few months ago. God bless was, Lauren I saw it in for telling us the truth. It's out on Blu-ray now, but what, I saw it in theaters back then. It was a dinosaur thing. I don't know. I don't remember. Maleko, do you cry at every Jurassic Park movie or just Jurassic <laughs> Park Fallen Jurassic World? Park movie. I am susceptible to to you know sad moments with animals. That's all. It gets me you know time. that there are computer-generated dinosaurs that aren't real. He's trying to save, to save real. himself for any, anything, anything. I can't. I can't. I can't. You really <laughs> cried at Jurassic World. By the way, Lauren was probably so excited to text me that. Oh, I'm sure. She, she was she like, was oh, thrilled. yeah. I'm sure. Thanks. Perks of having a wife right there. We're going to have a great conversation when we get home. <laughs> Perks for me Circle. for Maleko having a wife, actually. Circle of trust. Yeah. Okay, Becky, the film festival is coming up. People are going to be able to oh, buy Oh, wait, really quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. The other thing about HIF, though, is that we do year-round stuff. So I don't think a lot of people know this. So Like searching? Yeah. So in August, we have our huge member drive. So if you're a member, you get to see all these films for all Crazy these films Rich for free Asian advanced yeah. screening? We did advanced screenings in August of The Meg. With Jason Statham, number one fun. movie in the country when it came out. It's like it's like a it's like a Jaws on it steroids. So it features the largest shark in the history of cinema. Right. Mm. We showed an advanced screening of Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you've heard of that. It's a very fun. small indie flick. Yeah. <laughs> Flash loved it. Few people have gone. Yeah. Um, and then we showed an advanced screening of Searching, and that was all free for our members. So cool, that's yeah. like so fun. We love doing that. And then we also so become have, a member. Please, and you can see all these yeah. movies. You don't need movie pass. You just need a HIF right. membership. And then we also every single month we have a partnership that's amazing with um, Howard Hughes, and we do a screening on the second Thursday of every month at the IBM Building in yeah. Ward Village. Um, and it's something fun. Maybe it's one of the hits that we had from one of our festivals. Maybe it's something totally new. Maybe it's a shout out to something a little bit older, but we're going to have like, we always have food there. We sometimes have different activities I to like do. Food. In July, we did a whole surf showcase with them and we had like a little photo booth. So it's really fun. We do that all year and it's totally free for everyone. Is it like every Hawaii surf movie ever or any surf movie <laughs> in the history of the world is trying to get into HIF, I would imagine. <laughs> you know what? This year, for the first time, we're doing a little spotlight on some surf movies. Nice. For the first time? In a while, yeah. Why? Because it's so such a saturated market? or um, There are just some really, really big movies coming out this year that um, are really interested in showing it HIF. Um, it also, timing-wise, there's like a big surf competition, I think, on November it's 12th. Well, there's the uh, Vans Triple Crown that yeah. starts in November, but it runs for six weeks depending on the surf. So, and there's some really great films, both one um, of the biggest surf yeah. contests in the world. And uh, honestly, documentaries, which is exciting and a way to get to know your favorite surfers a little more intimately. Right. Um, so yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> I will drop that. That was. I will announce. I feel that. like. Okay. Are you like obligated it. to show <laughs> surf movies? I feel like you have no, to. No. No, there are a lot of other places you can see surf movies in Hawaii. We will show you the best, and yeah. we will make it the most fun. Um, but you can see surf movies in a lot of places. Okay, interrupting for a second. There's a follow-up text. I now remember. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, backpedal. Okay. Try to defend yourself. No, just read the text, first of all. Okay, read the text, and then I'll explain. Okay, she says, I'm not kidding. When the brachiosaurus died that's a brontosaurus in the gift by the way all right so, oh, she sent a so when, the when the brachiosaurus died so, maleko cried spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this epic film uh <laughs> at the end epic of the movie is a strong word for that film by the way there is a there is a scene where 
several dinosaurs die. Boy, you are just not really without just trying just to like stop it. Let me explain. <laughs> not the without, man had feelings, dude. Flash. Uh, yeah. Let him get him out. So there's a bunch of effort in place for to try dinosaurs to, to try and save the dinosaurs. But there's this epic scene where they're leaving Jurassic Island. And the Brachiosaurus is there on the Man, island. his memory all of a sudden is so good, so, isn't it? Uh, she like, sent a gift. Please it's like, continue. You have like photographic memory all of a sudden. She sent it here. Look at the look at the picture. I I know. I'm on the, the same text. This and, picture is like nothing, by the way. It's so, like a, it's like a dinosaur in a cloud. It's a, the dinosaur is burning alive because the island is being overrun by okay, a volcano. All right. All right. And I, so I the Brachiosaurus dies oh, in a volcano. It's a horrible scene. It's really sad. Anybody who's seen the movie knows what I'm talking about. Men have feelings about dinosaurs, sports, you know, and, dogs. and the military. Apparently that's like, it. Apparently like, that's it. I think I cried in I Am Legend when um in I Am Legend when uh the dog oh, when Will yeah, Smith's dog yeah. died. Oh the dog oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Oh. But you know, I can watch humans die in movies all the time yeah, and I'm like, too. whatever. But you touch a dog, you even kick a dog. Oh so, the same thing for dinosaurs. Ladies, that's all I'm saying. Ladies, we need to band together. Oh. <laughs> Just but we just, we just pushed the feelings down, Becky, oh, all the way down. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, Becky, how could, we, how could people follow HIF, keep up to date with the latest, and uh, especially get a membership? Yes, please. All of those things. Check us out at hif.org. Um, we have a bunch of stuff on our website. Our program for the fall festival, November 8th through 18th, presented by Holly Kalani, will be out in mid-October. Um, you can sign up for our email newsletter there. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can become a member, um, hif.org. And how can people follow you and uh, see oh, what you gosh. like? And what are you into? You got a Tumblr? You got my a life, uh, Tumblr? <laughs> you got a, you got what an is Instagram? this, 1997? I love MySpace, guys. Tell I me about your Pinterest page. <laughs> my, Pinterest, my Pinterest page is secret. Um, <laughs> Who's your top eight? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my life is pretty boring, I'll be honest. But um, I'm on Instagram at what dreams look like because obviously... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's really it. I'm All on right, Facebook cool. too. But I have a couple quick questions. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Just don't overthink it. Top five movies all time for you. Well, I've already said two of them: Step Brothers and Suitcase of Love and Shame. Okay. Um, Arrival. That's one of your top I five really all time. I think so. I really I like keep watching it. I do you like anything it. that Dennis? How, how do you mm, pronounce his last name? Villeneuve. Den yes. We're just bad with French. Flash. Yeah, you're not doing well. Today. I thought it was Spanish. Maybe oh, I don't know. He every movie he directs, every movie he's done is un. It's bananas. Yeah, by the I, way. but you know, I really like the original Blade Runner more than his remake of it. Did not like. It's the not remake. a remake. It's a. It's not a remake. Sorry, it's a sequel. Sorry, sorry. I it's still like sucks. the original. It's a sequel. You don't. <clears throat> no, was not anywhere near as awesome as the first one. Oh, by the way, yes. But that's just like nothing is ever as good as the first movie. Although I could name a couple sequels that were okay, equally as good. Yeah, if not just better. a second. You're but gonna just, prove your 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 theory wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna prove my own theory wrong. Sure. Yeah. I like Aliens better than Alien, and I mm -hmm. like uh, Empire Strikes Back, of course, better than uh, the original uh, Star Wars. And of course, Godfather Two is at least as equal, if not better, than Godfather One. But I'm just saying yeah. those are the outliers in general. <laughs> it's not as good you as the first one. Your horizons. I'm a dude. Yeah. What what is this? Okay. Oh, Marty says, ask me yeah. my top five. Okay, oh, you could have just Marty, whispered in my ear, Marty. but he's got to type <laughs> it out on his phone. He's trying to be subtle here. Marty, what are your top five? I was, I was, trying, I was five. trying to there save the magic. Okay, number one. Yeah. 
hands down best film ever created. Uh-huh. Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, God. <laughs> All By right. the way, I this, mean the guy just made us white trash mint julep. <laughs> this, exactly. this list is By the way, is going great. Sunday is my birthday, and Wednesday you should all show up in next door. You'll be pleasantly surprised. It's a small plug. Wait, if Sunday's your so birthday, I, why are we showing up on Wednesday? Because Wednesday's movie night at next door. Oh, gosh. Oh, Gee, I wonder see? what movie they're going to show. Okay, so Check I don't know out. if I could say this for certain. Let's just put it this way. Every Wednesday, there may or may not be a free movie playing at next door. And wow. we love I mean, it's pretty movies. much just like HIF. <laughs> Except free. <laughs> Samesies. <laughs> If they feel a little more classy, no offense, Marty. Okay, no, tell us the other four. You're on a roll so far. No, 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 no. That's number one. Number two, Requiem for a Dream. Uh I'm sorry, that movie's phenomenal. This list is great. That movie is phenomenal. That movie is. What are you going to say next? Like, American History X? No. No, but that is good. Okay, Uh, there we go. Number three, it's a Japanese film that I actually saw at the half called Confessions. Okay, yeah. Which blew my freaking mind. Yeah. Okay. why is it number three then, you not number one? Know. I know confessions, yeah. Because blood sports for, for number one, Becky. Keep up. <laughs> it, didn't ha- it, it didn't have Jean-Claude Van Damme in it, Becky. Becky, it's called okay. comedic timing. You need to know these things. Come on. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it through four and five, but I'm go on. <laughs> I entirely lost my train of thought. Who did you? Four, uh, four to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a okay. great film. Sure. It really is. Sure. If, and yeah. uh, Takeshi Miike's Tetsuo the Iron Man. I doubt anybody here has ever seen it. Yeah. Okay. You've seen it? That's a good one, yeah. It's phenomenal, oh, right? She sees 500 movies a year. She's the executive director of HIF. Well, she's as white as me, so I didn't think she saw I it. Okay? Much, That's racist. I am much less white than you. That is racist. Yes, clearly. <laughs> What movie that's already come out this year that you've seen is your movie that you've liked the best? And what movie that's coming out before the end of the year are you most looking forward to? Okay. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm going to tell a little story, if that's okay. Do we have time for a little story? Totally. We, it's a podcast. Right. So yeah, it's Unlimited whatever. amount of time. All right. So favorite Unless movie that's come out this year. We showed it at Spring Showcase. It's kind of a tie for two. One is Beirut. Um, sorry, mm. John Hamm. Loved it. Really? Loved it. John Hamm loved is it. great. That's in my queue or whatever. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I have a secret dream of, you know, being John, John like, Hamm? Yeah. Oh, no. But, <laughs> um, but like, you know, no, having that's, a... Having, that's you. In my that's alternative you. universe, I had a job that was cool like that. Ah. Um, and then uh, the second is um, we also showed it at HIF in Spring. Um, Won't You Be My Neighbor, that, that documentary I oh, talked about. Yeah. Good one movie. of my Okay, so I'll tell you guys a short story. So one of my friends, his name is Aaron Wickenden, he edited that film. Mm. And Aaron is actually the reason that I am in film today. So when I was graduating from college, um, I wanted to work in film, but I didn't really have a way in anywhere. And I had interned at this documentary production company. And I, Aaron was working there as an editor. And he, you know, I had finished my internship and I graduated from college. And I was like, what do I do now? And he was like, you know, he basically hired me to work for him as his assistant. And I got to know him really well. And I worked for him for a couple of years doing wow. basically whatever he needed. And he has since like blown up. I mean, this was back in like 2007, 2008. And since then, he's he moved to L.A. He is basically one of the top documentary editors like in the world right now. One of my favorite movies of all time. I have so many. I can't limit it to five. Um, is uh, the film... 
I came out a couple of years ago. I'm blanking on the title, but it's about um, Gore Vidal versus William Buckley. Um, oh, with Martin Best Sheen? of Enemies. Best of Enemies. Yeah. No, it's mm. a documentary. It oh, the documentary, documentary version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaron edited that too. And it's like everything that that man edits is just pure gold. And he has such an authentic heart and like is so smart and just understands documentary in these amazing ways and is just able to bring out the best in these subjects that he is looking at. Um, so Once You Be My Neighbor was really, really close to home for me for a lot of reasons. Nice. A film that I'm looking forward to that's coming out. Well, I talked about Life Itself, but now after you know you made it, just compared to a lame TV show, I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> anymore. Yeah, now that you ruined it, Flash. Jeez, um, check that also, one off your list. Also, you'll appreciate this, Flash. I'm also very curious. I don't get excited about films that I haven't seen, but I'm curious about the. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oh, Starsborn. Starsborn. Mm. She's getting like crazy rave reviews yeah. for it. Bradley Cooper, by the way, produced, I think, wrote. And directed. Did he direct it? Directed. Directed. And starred oh. in it. But it's a remake, so you, it, yeah. that's kind of. But I'm, I'm really curious about that film. Yeah. You know, like, I have a huge crush on Bradley Cooper. I'll say it. I don't know a female that doesn't. Um, he comes to Hawaii a lot. I know. Stop it, Malika. <laughs> does he? He does. Just he does. We've, we've had Bradley Cooper sightings in Hawaii quite a bit. Don't get my hopes Someone up. Someone a fan? Just, you know, I'm just in the news. I just I know like things. Flash is the star. Just like a man crush? Just Don't facts. get my hopes up, guys. Just facts. Just, just relaying the facts, Flash. I'm like the girl that always has the relationship status on it's complicated. <laughs> it, it's always complicated for everyone. It's That's, always complicated. If it's oh, not complicated, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shout so out to Tom. Go. Do you have any other questions, Flash? That's it. Flash, what are your top five? Uh, Empire Strikes Back for sure. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> I'm of a certain age. It's just like one of those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. um, shoot. The original Godfather for sure. I know these are all cliches. cliches. Chill out. Um, I really liked, uh, oh, no. Oh, it's so hard. The original Matrix. I, okay, I really? love that. I love that's oh, the one original of my, Matrix. That's one of my top fives. It too. was so yeah. like progressive and cutting edge yeah. at the time. And it was totally makes you rethink everything you know about exactly. the world. No, I, but I also about cinema, me. like no. oh, yeah. you can do this yeah. and that, and like how I mean, it was basically like a comic book come to that. life, I and I don't even that. like comic books. Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. Filmmaking in '99, I agree with you. Yes. I didn't want to get this close to your face, though. Fine. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like it now that I'm here. But I mean, for filmmaking, I loved it. The story, I just, it didn't hold up over the years. Right. Oh, my God. It did not. Anyway, it did not. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, okay. uh. <laughs> and uh, part of what I what goes into me about what my favorite kind of movie is, is like, how many times can I watch it? Right? Yeah, totally. And I, and like, it's just an endlessly re repeatable movie, like an Anchorman for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it's obviously not one of the best movies of all time, but like, I could watch Anchorman like every week for the rest of my life and laugh yeah. at, at jokes that I've known. It's like, I know when it's coming. I know all the beats. And yet I'm going to laugh. Oh, yeah, totally. it's, you know, so it, as long if you say Reservoir Dogs. We are gonna fight after this. Well, but Flash, I, I that. know that <laughs> I know that I'm, you're gonna come to HIF this year, and you'll have a whole new top five because of all the amazing films that we're showing. Um, Way to bring it back around! I go. just know yeah. it. Both of you, both and Maleko too. I don't know if we're gonna show anything like Jurassic Park. I'll be there. Dinosaurs I mean, dying, that was a pretty emotional movie. I don't know if anything could, you know, be <laughs> quite that emotional. I don't know if Hiff really has the gravitas to secure a movie that's as emotional as Jurassic 
world fallen kingdom? What is it, Maleko? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm not going to respond because you're just making fun of me. He died in a massive volcano. <laughs> it started Chris Pratt, and you cried. We have, <laughs> Let's just we leave have it at that. the gravitas to do anything, Flash. All right, Becky, real quick game we're going to play for you. This is This or That. Uh, we play this with some of our guests oh, here. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just throw out uh, two options. Yeah. You're just going to pick the one <laughs> right off the top of your head uh, that you prefer the most. Okay, okay. here we go. Uh Comedy versus rom-com. Comedy. Uh, horror versus thriller. Mm. Oh, that's tough. Um, thriller. Comedy versus drama. Comedy. Theater versus home. Theater. Talking or no talking? Talking, always. Really? You want to talk through the whole movie? <laughs> yeah. That's what you like to do? Okay. That's, yeah, people <laughs> could interpret that any which way. That's so okay. Yeah. okay. Butter or extra butter? Extra butter. Uh, matinee or double feature? Double feature. Drive-in or luxury seating? Drive-in. In, in a truck. Uh, uh, in a, wow, wow so that's very, very hey. specific. Whoa! <laughs> Reel it in here. Let's go Guys, back. I'm from the country. I'm that's from the it. country. Yeah. Uh, hiff or can? Hiff. Yes! There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hands down. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Awesome Thank you, to have you here. Thank you, Be Becky Stuchetti here from uh, the Hawaii International Film Festival. Thank you. It's so great to have you here Thank with you. us today. Uh, it was great to pick your brain and talk about films. It was a lot of fun for us. And, of course, Marty, it was fantastic to drink your signature Thank cocktails. You, so good. Marty, where, uh, where can we follow Nextdoor on Insta? Uh, next, at Nextdoor High. Uh, on Instagram. Is that a question, or are you telling us? <laughs> At Next Door High, H-I. Okay. I'm Just, telling you. Oh, are you? Okay. All right. Jesus. All right. And when, when when can we see you next there? When are you behind the bar Wednesday, there? Wednesday. birthday party. I will be. Yeah, next Wednesday, my birthday party. Possibly blood, 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 blood thirst or something. Fight club Malenko or something. may or may not cry while watching it. Who knows? <laughs> no, but the, Somebody dies. Malenko is going to cry multiple times in that movie. Probably first when Hidoshi Tanaka dies. Because that's a heart-wrenching Holy scene. spoiler alert. Wow. You've never seen Bloodsport before? <laughs> I don't think that Come I on. have. Come on. Okay. There also will be a Rumbleman's Ice Luge in honor of my birthday. <laughs> oh, God. Please come. Please endeavor. You're winning huge Please points. Please endeavor. Thank okay. you so much. All right, Marty, thanks for coming in next door. Lots of fun to have you here. Flash, who's coming on the podcast next week? Oh, you know, no big deal. We have Republican gubernatorial candidates. What? Yeah. We're getting we're getting way political next week. Republican can uh, Republican guber I can't even say it. What podcast is this? Republican gubernatorial candidate Andrea Tupolu. Tupolo? Tupoli. Tupoli. Uh, she's going to be here next Wednesday. Wow. Unbelievable. And this episode of NPR's Fresh Air is brought to you by what <laughs> the Really? Yeah, she does not know what she's getting into. Well, we should have brought will Marty here. in with the Rumplemans and Jameson bring, next week. Yes. Bring me back, kids. <laughs> We're going to get all back. political next week. And really a Republican for our first episode? Yeah, but she's so hot, though. Oh, dude. Uh, uh, you know what? We'll ask her what movie, she's the last movie Republican. she cried at. Yeah. We'll that should see be a she, new question. You it was, it was probably... That's a good question, actually, for everybody. What's the last movie you cried at? That could be the first question of the day for everyone. Just really, really break the ice yeah. and just get right into, like, down to their id, right mm -hmm. out of the gate. 
All right. Next week's going to be interesting, kids. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Or just <laughs> listening. It, it's a podcast. All right. You're not on KITV right now. About movies, which yeah. you're going to watch. Anti-government rants if you need me next week. No, Marty, you are not allowed within 500 feet of the building next week. <laughs> Marty, your job is done. <laughs> Special mahalo to Tito's for making us funnier, <laughs> and uh, for Naomi Hazelton for being hot. At Pacific Edge Magazine. At Surfine. <laughs> and uh, look, how do I win my flask cap? I already forgot because I've had too much Tito's. All right, so if you want to win your very own flask cap, which is the new yes. way to enjoy a beverage doing yes. your favorite activity, here's what you've got to do. Take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome if you had a flask cap while you were doing it. So it could be a picture of you hiking Cocoa Head. Yeah. Maybe a picture of you on the beach. Uh, maybe surfing. Maybe if you were on a boat. Ideally... Somewhere where maybe you're not supposed to have the alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the appropriate thing. Yeah. Please don't send a picture of, of you driving. But if you're a passenger, is that okay? If you're riding in a there lift, you go. absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Of you riding in a lift, absolutely. So take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome with a flask cap, hiding five ounces of your favorite liquor, where you can mix it up and have a good time. Hashtag Maleco and Flash. Hashtag flask cap. That's, flask cap. Yeah, that's F L A S K A P. If you put those two flask tags or those two hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a new yeah, word for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> flask tags. Put those two hashtags on your post, and uh, we will pick a winner every week to win a flask cap. How dope is that? And if you want to win it, just post it now, and we'll let you know via the Insta. Do it. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. But if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll, want I'll you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm -hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! <laughs>